Hello and welcome to another Gut Heroes podcast. I'm your host, Tommy Orme. And in this episode, I wanted to give you a brief primer into sauna and cold exposure because this is one of the most effective things I do in my health protocol. I really can't emphasize that enough. It is honestly, it has been life-changing for me and I just wanted to share that with you. And I'm definitely going to do more of a deep dive into the science of sauna and the science of cold exposure in a future episode. This one is just more of a primer so that you can jump in and reap the benefits right away. And I'm actually recording this as I've just come back from my weekly sauna session. So I thought it would be a really good time to do that while I'm literally basking in the glow of that session. So over the next 10 minutes, we're going to cover who is sauna and cold exposure useful for, what kind of benefits can it offer, the exact method that I use, and this is based on my reading of the science behind it, and my own personal testing over the past year and a half. And we'll finish up with how you can access sauna near you and a few simple alternatives if you don't have one locally. Okay, so let's kick off with who is sauna useful for? Sauna is useful for everyone. And I really, really mean that. Everyone can benefit from this. Unless you've got some specific medical condition and obviously check with your doctor if you're not sure. This has enormous benefits for the vast majority of people. And it's especially useful if you struggle with an autoimmune disease, especially something like ankylosing spondylitis, which I have. And if you're battling sort of painful joint issues or stiffness, but even if you're someone who's just recovering from an injury, maybe from sport or from working out, this really is something that most people can get huge benefit from. And what kind of benefits can it offer? So I've touched on this, but it can dramatically help reduce pain. And I honestly thought it was like a magic trick the first time I properly got into sauna and cold exposure. So it, it can just help melt away the stiffness. It can really reduce uh, the joint pain. And it also has... A, a load of side benefits which I love such as it gives you a, a boost to energy levels it kind of makes you feel relaxed less stressed and it's a mood boost so those are all things I think most people would benefit from and enjoy and on top of all of that it's amazing for cardiovascular health and there's overwhelming evidence that supports this and again that's something I'll dig into in a more of a deep dive episode so what's the method I use what's the exact method so the current thinking based on the studies is that around one hour's worth of sauna a week is a really good number to get to and when you're in the sauna you want that to be somewhere between 80 and 100 degrees personally I found 90 and 100 degrees Fahrenheit to be really good anything below 90 for me feels like I'm in a sort of in a very warm living room 90 to 100 is great most good saunas will have it set to that anyway and how you do your hours session is really up to you. So Andrew Huberman, who's an amazing scientist and podcaster and has done some really good analysis of this. You know, he's looked at the studies and he's, he's made it easy to understand. He recommends, if you can, splitting your sauna sessions into two or three sessions a week. So, for example, you might do two half an hour sessions or three 20 minute sessions over the course of a week. That apparently is how you can maximize the benefit. But that's not practical for me. It's not practical for a lot of people. So what I do is I do mine in a one hour session once a week. That's something I can easily work around my work and other commitments. 
and I still feel incredible benefits. And actually, I think I would stick to that even if I did have the flexibility because it's really working for me. So in terms of the frequency and the amount, an hour, if you can do it, is great. Anything over that's fine as well. It's not going to be an exponential gain by going more than that. But trying to hit an hour a week is, is wonderful. Do what works best for you. You know, if you have a gym membership, for example, and you are working out a few times a week, a lot of gyms will have a sauna on the premises that you can use as part of your membership. So doing a few sessions a week should be no problem. And that might work really well for you. If you're like me and you don't currently have a gym membership or you've got a really nice sauna place near you, then, you know, do an hour session if that works for you. So have a bit of experimenting, see what fits within your timetable and your lifestyle. And then when you get there, here is what I recommend doing. So I do 10 minutes in the sauna, so 10 minutes in the heat, and then I go out of the sauna and I immediately go straight into a cold plunge. And I do that for two minutes. So 10 minutes in the heat, two minutes in a cold plunge. So this is like a kind of, not an ice pool, but a very cold pool that you get into up to your neck. And then I come out of that and then I'll just spend a few minutes just relaxing and rebalancing. So maybe I'll walk around or sit on a chair. And then after two or three minutes of that, I go back into the sauna, another 10 minutes in the heat, come out, do another two minutes cold plunge, and then rebalance again and repeat. So typically when I'm doing my one hour session, that will mean I will do around three or four of those cycles, three or four of those hot, cold, relax, and repeat. And a few things to note on this. So a two minute cold plunge for someone who's brand new to this is probably going to be way too much. You know, you have to start slow and build up. So if you're new to cold exposure, you might just start by doing 10 or 15 seconds and then build up over time. And don't worry about how quickly or slowly you do this because your body will tell you how much you can bear. I think it took me a few months to get up to two minutes and two minutes is the max I want to do. That gives me amazing benefit. I come out, my whole body's tingling. I can feel the dramatic decrease in stiffness. I feel more flexible. I can move more easily. 10 minutes of heat, two minutes of cold seems to be the magic number for me, but play around with what works for you. And in terms of the health benefits, you know, it's somewhere between the five, 15, 20 minute mark in the heat is really good. So you could do eight minutes, you could do 15 minutes. It doesn't really matter too much. I do 10 minutes because it feels like the right amount for me, easy to remember, but I don't bother with a watch. You know, you'll get a sense of the timing, your body will tell you. And then after that, do your cold plunge and two, two minutes really is the magic number I found for that. So I hope that makes sense on the timings. 10 minutes, two minutes, few minutes to reset. Hot, cold, relax, repeat. And the last thing to just quickly cover is, is how do you access sauna? Because it will be new to a lot of people. I know it's had a lot of media attention over the last few years, really. It's become more popular, but most people won't have come across a sauna before. And really the easiest thing to do there is, is to hop onto Google, type in sauna near me, and you will see the places that offer that as a facility. So I live in London and it's kind of seen an explosion here. And we have this great set of community saunas and they're really lovely friendly places i think they must be subsidized in some way because i'm only paying i'm paying somewhere between five and eight pounds so you know seven to ten dollars kind of thing 
for my one hour session. And that includes access to all the saunas and the cold plunges and all of that. So really, really good deal. The other thing you can do is to see if your gym offers it. So if you already have a gym membership, the chances are they may well have a sauna. And if they do, that's brilliant. If they've got a cold plunge as well, then amazing. You have everything you need. If they don't have a cold plunge, don't worry. So what you do is you do your session in the sauna, you do your 10 minutes, then you come out and you go immediately to the shower and put it on the coldest setting for two minutes. And hopefully if it's a you know de decent facility, the water will get pretty cold. So for many people with a gym membership, it kind of works out as free because you know hopefully you'll have that as part of that. If not, look for these community pop-ups that are appearing more and more. But the other alternative is if you live near a freshwater lake or reservoir or body of water that's clean and that you're allowed to swim in, that can be an amazing way of getting your cold exposure. So you go in there, have a swim, come out. Obviously, you're not going to get the immediate heat benefit unless there happens to be a sauna right there. But that can be a great way of getting cold exposure. The other way is to have a cold shower at home for two minutes. This is something I'll do in a separate podcast about cold exposure, but I'm just flagging this up here because it's another great option. And the last method, if you live somewhere where you, you don't have access to this stuff or you, you know, you just want something that's more convenient that you can do at home, infrared sauna is something that is becoming increasingly accessible. So what is infrared sauna? Well, it's a similar idea to the normal sauna, which involves um, normally a kind of wood burning stove, which gives off waves of natural heat. That is by far my favorite method. I personally, I, I seem to get the best benefits from that. But infrared sauna has had lots of studies done on it. It's incredibly beneficial. You can buy these uh, kind of little rooms almost, which heat you up or these kind of tent type things that heat you up with infrared. I have bought a sauna blanket so this is kind of the smallest version of this because you can pack it up and put it in a bag and what what you do with that is you just lie on the bed you switch it on and you can have it on for 45 minutes or an hour or however long you want to do and you can do that multiple times a week and it's pretty easy pretty straightforward i will do a, a special podcast on this telling you my my methods for doing that but obviously when you're doing that method at home you have the opportunity to then jump into the shower and get that cold exposure so you can do you really can do both with that method but the key takeaway i wanted to have here is just to really look into sauna see if it's something that can help you there's lots of resources online about this as i said andrew huberman's done some great work on this in terms of making the information readily accessible and explaining the health benefits i'm going to do my own podcast on that but i just wanted to cover this now because I want you to get the benefit if it's something you think could help you. So I hope you're feeling happy and healthy and I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Make sure you click subscribe so that you don't miss another episode and please recommend this to anyone else you think might find this helpful and I will see you next time.